Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your good host, day, good day, Paul everyone. Lawrence Van. This is Van. your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and I'm honored to be with you here on this episode of Wealth Academy podcast. And what I'm going to talk about today is going to be the impact of the recent uh, attack on the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C., and the impact that it has from a financial standpoint, the markets uh, for uh, organizations that uh, provide funding uh, to members of the legislature, both the House and the Senate, as well as the presidency itself. And then just looking at how that impacts uh, individuals as well. So glad that you could be with me on this particular episode. And it's one that um, it really uh, kind of got the year going. 2021 uh, was starting out very, pretty quiet, nice pace. I even posted about it being that way. And then on January the 6th, uh, things changed and they changed in a big, big way. So uh Primarily what I want to talk about is that um, impact. How does that impact uh, people and uh, in terms of how uh, they go about their day-to-day business? Well, first of all, the markets do not like conflict. And by conflict, I mean um, uh, six people have lost their lives as a result of the Uh, rioters going in into the uh, U.S. Capitol on the grounds, breaching the Capitol. And so the markets don't look favorably on that. So I'm very sure that investors took a look at that and just said, okay, if this country of the United States is the uh, leader in democracy, they just took a hit of which they did. And uh, the only thing I can say at this point is, um, it's hopefully it's not the beginning of more. Uh, a lot of talk is about civil war. Well, civil war doesn't play well with the market. The market uh, withdraws. There's a lot more uncertainty. And uh, there's a lot in addition to the pandemic. It's just a, not a good formula uh, going forward. And so I'll, I'll put that out there. So let's look at the impact of uh, the president, uh, President Trump. And uh, it looks as though the uh, corporations out there, major corporations, and then some smaller donors, they started to withdraw uh, business interests and starting to withdraw any funding uh, that were going towards uh, members of Congress, both the House and Senate. I think it's uh, Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Hawley Ted Cruz out of Texas, Hawley out of Missouri. And uh, they were going in trying to uh, take the certification of the uh, ballots for each state and state that uh, it was not a proper, uh, what you would call election. Now there's no proof that they had that it was not. And from all indications, each state, they run their own uh, tabulations, uh, tallies, uh, counting up the ballots for their given states. And no state has come out to say that there is any uh, uh, 
problems of fraud, voter fraud, anything of that nature. And so again, what the corporations decided to do was, well, I'm gonna withdraw money, a book deal for Senator Hawley, uh, Ted Cruz, they're just taking backlash at the backlash because people are looking at that and saying, well, you're sworn to the constitution, not to an individual, therefore you're gonna pay a price for it. And I believe monetarily and you know, going forward, you know, any thoughts of a second career or running for reelection, uh, it's probably gonna be off the table for both of them. And uh, not only that, but there were over 140 members of the US House, uh, the Republicans that voted, uh, didn't vote for the certification that uh, President-elect Biden and Vice President-elect Harris, they did not vote in support of them saying that it was certified that they are this, the, the legitimate president-to-be, number 46, US and uh, Kamala Harris. And so their impacts that's on them as well because they're all sworn to the constitution that they would they would support the, con the constitution and not an individual. And now there's concern that some of the members of Congress who did not vote for the certification of the election results uh, may have uh, colluded with some of the rioters uh, in terms of uh, getting uh, the things set up. So I guess there's a lot of investigation taking place, but again, it has a direct impact on the market. And when things have a direct impact on the market, it has a direct impact on the consumers as well. There's one side of the house that's on investments, investors, board of directors for corporations. And then the other one is on the side of the consumer and the consumer confidence that uh, the people look to see and state that, hey, my government, is not leading properly and it's uh, cause, creating a lot of risk uh, and loss of life at that, uh, then uh, people gonna, they withdraw. That's typically what people do. And if you add it up with the, with the pandemic, well, basically um, you have, uh, there, there's potential for a lot even more loss for companies opening back up, for um, small business owners, for schools, because no one is going to go back to what we call normal if they believe that someone will enter a school, they're entering a business, entering federal and state, as well as local government offices. Uh, it doesn't play well with society at large. And so what is happening, and I'm here uh, in, close to the Washington, D.C. area, is that uh, the approval has been given from the Department of Defense to bring the National Guard in. So I think right now they're looking at about 10,000 guards people and uh, they're looking at maybe 20,000. But on the other hand, and again, it impacts the market, these quote unquote protests is gonna happen in 50 locations. So it's every all 50 states. And so there's gonna be what they call protests but if it's anything like what happened on Capitol Hill, it's not a protest, it's rioters and people, and they're stating armed protests. So armed protests tells you that there's gonna be some controversy. And again, the impact on the market is, is that the market is gonna withdraw. 
and they are going to observe. And so people are going to sell stock and then uh, they're just going to wait to see what happens. And I think this all starts this weekend, if I'm not mistaken, the 17th of January, January 17th on through the inauguration day, which is January the 20th for President Biden. And it looks like they're going to host, continue to hold that event ceremony outdoors. But um, hopefully they will decide to go inside because um, it would be really a tragedy uh, for uh, inauguration taking place in the president uh, attempt on his life and vice president's life and their family. So uh, when we look at when we look at trickle down in this case, the uh, S&P and all of the uh, stock markets, they're all going to withdraw and wait to see what happens. But it's going to have a negative impact for investors because uh, a lot of investing is not going to take place when the uh, in, in instability of a uh, government. And in this case, uh, considered one of the world's largest economies at that. So we look at the state level, the same thing holds true for them that they don't, um, they, they don't uh, really um, kind of get away, so to speak. Everything's just happened at the federal level in Washington DC, but now in all 50 states, it's uh, been noted that there are gonna be 50 uh, protests and uh, in the observation of the January 6th event, it was a riot disguised as a protest because the people who went in and they vandalized the place and they killed a police officer, uh, they had a, a military plan that was in place and uh, they executed their plan and they used overwhelming force was, was their superpower. And um, apparently uh, they must have known that there weren't that many police officers there, our security forces there, our FBI agents, because they, they went in and penetrated and breached the Capitol, which something that had, had not happened since the British did it um, 200 years ago. So it's, um, it's really tough. And then for the consumers, the consumers are just trying to survive. And if uh, your government is in disarray, services are going to be cut back because they're trying to uh, take care of and provide safety for the citizens. So if citizens feel uncomfortable, then they're not going to go out. They're not going to go uh, to the grocery store. They're not going to go to the, to the doctor or any other places that they absolutely need to get to because their local, state, and federal government has not provided the security uh, that they need. So there's an impact on everyone. And yes, in fact, it does impact the bottom line. Uh, when people, uh, they're looking at, you, you want to be alive, you want to be safe, or do you want to put yourself at risk by going out? And uh, you've done nothing wrong. And yet, if you're driving in traffic or walking and someone shoots at you because it's just anarchy in the streets. And uh, so uh, when we, we think about everything that's happening, there is a direct effect on each and every citizen and of which there are about 330 uh, million in the country. And when you look at the French groups that are out there doing this, uh, they're not what you would call formal malicious. 
In other words, uh, these are groups of uh, hate groups, they're hate mongers, uh, and they are bent on destruction. And um, if, if it's what was, uh, was uh, shared yesterday by uh, the FBI, uh, it looks like from the January 6th event, uh, that was really meant to be like a civil war. So uh, does that for sakes or pertails of more activities coming this weekend and next week, the likelihood is that there will be attempts uh, to do more of what happened on January 6th, but in different states. So the markets will not put up with that. Foreign investment will not uh, touch that because they're looking for a stable government. And fortunately, we have a new leadership coming into place and everything should fall into place. But I believe that there's likelihood it's going to be a lot of, uh, of dissension and conflict taking place. And I'm speaking from the perspective of having served over 20 years in the United States Air Force and having uh, participated in a couple of uh, wars as well as conflicts in between that. So I'm looking at it you know, from that big picture standpoint and having worked on Capitol Hill and having worked in the Pentagon. And I would just have to say that uh, we simply don't need uh, this that's taking place. It's not necessary because it's already been decided that there has been a winner of the presidential election, just as there have been of the members of the Senate the House of Representatives, and then our governors and local officials as well. So the cause for which they're, they're quote unquote, protesting, I don't believe there's a cause. I believe there's just, they just want to inflict harm on other people. That's, that's just the way I see it. And um, there's really no justification for it. And of course, there was a a uh, dereliction of duty on the part of the security forces, the, the, the Capitol Police, the Sergeant of Arms, their decisions not to bring in National Guard for an event such as that, in addition to uh, bringing in FBI agents and Homeland Security and uh, other um, federal government agencies to support that, that particular uh, protest disguised as a riot. So people have been arrested, but a lot of people uh, have not been arrested and they're still out there. And uh, they said that they want to uh, still install President Trump in the office. And um, unfortunately, that's just not gonna happen. So uh, when we, again, look at the markets, well, what do we do? Uh, and I think the thing that they need to do is to find out the people who were actually in the Capitol and breached it. And uh, they're going to have to persecute them or prosecute them and take them to court and let the judicial system take care of that, get the Department of Justice involved, and uh, then just proceed from there. But uh, it's, well, it's not a good situation for anyone, even, even from other countries. Uh, they were shocked. If they had not been shocked over the last four years, they are shocked now. 
<laughs> but they're not by themselves uh, because the citizens in the United States are shocked as well. Uh, you're looking at people breaching the United States Capitol where elected officials are actually convening to certify uh, the votes from the states, which should take not more than an hour. And it actually turned into a fiasco. Uh, never, never should have happened. And uh, it's um, unfortunate that uh, this all happened. And uh, hopefully uh, this weekend and, and up through the inauguration, uh, things will work out to be more of a peaceful uh, type event and um, people can get on with their lives. But I think uh, since we have all seen what I call the whole card, when the rioters showed their hand, um, I don't think anyone can really be comfortable thinking that it's not gonna happen again because in all likelihood it will happen again. Uh, that's just the nature of the beast, so to speak. So I've seen it happen in other countries. I've studied it in uh, war college. And uh, you know, historically, uh, when we look at uh, the country of Germany with Hitler and with Italy with Mussolini, uh, those are examples of very similar to what happened here on January 6th. And uh, to be really the foundation for democracy uh, around the, the world, um, I'm very sure a lot of governments I feel very insecure uh, based on what they observed and, and, and everything else. But I just wanted to share uh, what I know and uh, through my experience uh, being in the Pentagon for 12 straight years and then uh, one year working on Capitol Hill in the US House of Representatives. So a lot of those members of Congress that were under assault on January 6th, a lot of them, I know them, I met them attended their swearing in ceremonies. And, um, I, you know, it's just uh, just something almost out of a bad movie is, is the way I look at it. So that's uh, what I wanted to talk about today. But what I'm going to part and parting what I want to say to you is, is that uh, now is the time to really observe what has taken place. Uh, don't rush in, so to speak, and, and uh, go out and make some uh, big investments. Uh, just kind of wait to see what happens, I'd say, uh, throughout the first quarter of the year and uh, maybe uh, going into the second quarter. Uh, at that point, things have settled down, the vaccine's working. Uh, there are not as many uh, infections and deaths as a result of COVID-19 and the civil unrest that's taken place. Uh, it it kind of settled down a little bit. Then at that point, it's time to make some moves, move some money around, make some investments. The markets to get a lot stronger. Employment will start back up. Uh, children will be able to go back to school and small business owners will be uh, made whole again and, and being able to move forward. So uh, that's what I wanted to share today. And uh, it really has to be all about peace right now. I, I don't really think that this is the time uh, for a lot of this uh, civil unrest and this rioting. It, it makes no sense whatsoever. And I guess it's not meant to be and, and it's happening. And I'm pretty sure the people who are part of it, uh, this is what they want. They would want this uh, even 
while the, if the president was on a second um, uh, uh, term, uh, it was probably going to happen. It was like a, a powder keg that the pressure built up so much, and then people are releasing uh, when they're, they they breach the the Capitol. But the only problem is when you breach in the Capitol, and you're in pursuit of the vice president and or the speaker of the house, you really breaching the American people as a whole. It's each and every citizen in this country who is not a part of that riot uh, group. So you really didn't breach Congress, you breached the entire citizenry of the United States of America. And so uh, hopefully uh, we'll be able to get uh, some new leadership in here and steady the ship, so to speak. So, um, this really concludes today's episode. I wish I had a little bit more uh, good news for you, but I'm, I'm giving it to you straight. And, and from my particular perspective, which is probably different than other people, however, uh, it's my perspective and then you evaluate it as best you can. So my time is up and I thank you for yours. I'm host Paul Lawrence Van. Uh, get out there and take a look at uh, Apple iTunes, and Apple Podcasts, and look for Wealth Academy Podcasts. Wealth is more than just money, which is the, the mantra for this uh, podcast. And uh, go out there and, and uh, rate and review uh, this particular episode. And uh, if you will, I'd really ask for a five-star rating because it really helps in our category, niche category, which is business, entrepreneurship, as well as wellness because I, I do talk a lot about wellness and I'm in that particular sphere for coaching as well as financial coaching and mindfulness, life coaching. So have a great day. I'll see you on the next episode and I really appreciate you all. And it's always great to be Thank with you. Thank you for listening. This is Paul Lawrence You will find the show notes for links day. to Goodbye. everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 